Welcome back to another episode of Footballing with Ben Roethlisberger. My name is Spence, and as always, I am joined here with two-time Super Bowl champion, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> you looking for your things? I was trying to figure everything out. Yeah, okay. We're, in a, we're not at the bar. It's just different. It's a different location here. I don't know what to do. Yeah, we are in a new location. We didn't just remodel the... The basement. I don't know if you did. You and Ashley did a phenomenal job because it looks job. beautiful. Matter of fact, I'll cut to a wide shot here. You guys installed an entire brewery. We did. We decided to do a brewery in the basement. I know. I know a lot of the fans, people that have been watching, have wanted a tour of the basement. Yeah. So we're we're giving you guys a tour. There of it, our, is. Um, there it is. The normal um, basement is a green screen. It's not real. <laughs> this is the real basement. We've got a whole brewery behind us. There are going to be so many people like, see, I told you it was a green screen. Yeah, <laughs> we do not have the time or discipline or know-how to do a green screen but um no, or brew beer or brew beer we tried we tried that once and failed miserably yes we did and we actually are not at your basement or in your basement obviously we have taken a little bit of a field trip i think when you come to a place like this it's gonna be hard i've never done this before this is, might be my first time doing this i'm just okay. being honest with you yeah and i don't know if this is like good or bad to do this but like i think whenever you come to this this like area yeah and you talk about it you're supposed to go like or something like that <laughs> okay. like oh h or you, like uh, i don't know the whole thing i don't you know. doing that seems very unusual very unusual i know yeah because i'm like a p a yeah we are current yes. we are in columbus ohio we are in columbus ohio right. we are sitting in the doghouse hotel which is yes. which is conjoined with the brew dog brewery if you guys are um listeners or watchers of this show you will know a couple weeks ago or months ago depending on how, how many episodes we do yeah there you go punch in little brew dog um we had sampled one of their beers on the show since sampling that one of you guys sent it in it was awesome we, we thoroughly yes. enjoyed it since sampling we got contacted uh or got in contact with the the beautiful people at brew dog and were able to set up an opportunity to come stay at the dog house hotel and not in Cleveland. Not in Cleveland. We wouldn't do that. Well, we could make him a winner if I was there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, we can edit that. We can edit that out. No. We and uh this place is amazing. It Say is awesome. what you will about Ohio sports. Awesome. This I place have, no, is this, I have a lot of respect for Ohio sports. Obviously grew up <laughs> yeah, man. an hour and a half from here. Um and and basically, you know, you can talk about football, whatever you want to do, right? But this is this is like Ohio State Central, which yeah. I have no problem with. Like, you know, where I grew up in Finley, people were huge Ohio State fans. But we are in Columbus. This hotel is awesome. The brewery, um, we've been fortunate to be here. We got in here a little bit, a few hours ago. Yeah. Uh, we got to have lunch here, enjoyed some amazing food, um, took a tour of the brewery, have tried a few beers, um, and then we get to do the show here. Yes. Um, and we've got like our, the room has like a garage door. That's out to the brewery. That's legitimately for those of you guys that think that we green screen all of our back. That's legitimately the brewery right there. <laughs> like I can't. Yeah, you like, can't green screen that. It is. This is. I wish I could turn these cameras around. We are in Rachel. We have we have Rachel here. She is the head of the digital marketing here at Brew Dog. This is the Punk IPA or that Punk Suite. Brewmaster Suite, of course. Brewmaster Suite. Right. I think I'm in the punk suite, I think. Yeah. This is basically where most alchemists stay. You're the alchemist. I am an alchemist. So this is the Brewmaster Suite at the, the Doghouse Hotel. It is legitimate. I wish I could turn one of these cameras around and show you guys. Like, it is a fantastic suite. You walk in, and some of the things that are, um, I feel like, 
make this place amazing. If you are a craft beer person, oh yeah, this is a craft beer is what you are into. Mm-hmm. You have to. You there be. is no reason. There's no excuse for you not to check this place out. Do you know when you ch- well you do know yeah. when you check in? Yes, you get a beer. You get a check in beer. Not just like they give you one. You have a choice. Yes, beers on draft, sour ciders, IPAs, lagers. They whatever you want, whatever you want. Like, how cool is that? And at some point, we need to let the people know, yeah, because we don't really edit anything. You might hear a dog barking. Yes, because why this is, is open. Why is green screen? Why would we hear a dog a dog barking? Because this is a dog friendly hotel, and we've already seen you quite a few dogs. Yeah, we got an elevator with a dog earlier. Yeah, you're a big dog guy too. So that was it was it. awesome. I almost brought one of my dogs. <laughs> well, let's but there, there and getting off the elevator, there's dog bones. Yep, give the dog a treat, and then there's candy for the big dogs. Yeah. AKA humans. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, no, we had we had food. We we've seen dogs. They have um, a dog park here. Yes. Um, which is immaculate. And we still haven't done it yet. When we walked in, there was a table outside. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe this, but the seats at the table were like swings. Oh yes. Remember that? It's so yeah. So it's so like you kind of like. We got to go do that afterwards. So you walk in. So listen. It's hard. We you got to come check it out. It's unbelievable. We will talk about it throughout the course of this evening. We do have a lot of stuff to cover. We will be sampling three beers. And we're gonna, we have some some beers here that uh, we have with us right now. But we right. are going to be sampling three beers uh, that uh, the good people at BrewDog picked for us alongside mm-hmm. three items of food from their menu from their restaurant. Right. Which So we've had some for lunch. Yes. We're, Excuse me. There we go. There's my lunch. There, there it is. Um, we're gonna have some different um, food come up, but but the lunch food was amazing. I had a I had a um, like a spicy oh, yeah, pizza, was which was really good. I took a slice of that. Yeah, I took a slice of that. You had a, a taco. Did you have what was it? Say uh, tacos and a pizza. Yeah, you had a few things. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you had fries too. Remember? Yeah. Oh, we had truffle fries truffle too. Fries. Your boy, um, listen. Your boy can eat. <laughs> okay. So, but so far, food has been amazing. Beer has been awesome. This place is 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 through the roof. So. Uh, encourage anybody. I, I had no idea until we had the beer about yep. Brew Dog and the hotel, the brewery, any of that stuff. And so it's just been really, really cool to to talk to people about it and other people know about it. But yep. um, you know, anybody, any of the fans of the show, if you can, if you want to make a trip over here, bring your dog. Yes, um, this is really cool. It is well worth it. Like you said, we got here a couple hours ago and we were able to check out some of the stuff they have. You can do brew like the brewery tours. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff for the family. Like, did you know that um, I have uh, and you do too? There's two uh, mini fridges in your room. Did you check it out yet? Oh, dude, talk about that. Well, so when I walk in my room, yeah, I'm just looking at the door. Yeah, I walk in as soon as I look to my left. There's a little fridge. Yeah, that's nice. And it says the best mini bar in the world. That's it right there? That's what it says right there. And when I open it, it's full of beer. That's very so considerate. Like, wow, really cool mini bar type thing, right? Okay. So I was like looking around the room like, okay, cool. Ah, right, let me go. Let me go hit the bathroom real quick. I walk in the bathroom. Huh, what do I see? A fridge in my bathroom. What's that for? Well, there's more beer in the fridge. Come on. And then I look in my shower. <laughs> it's got a beer holder in the yes. fridge. I mean, in the shower. Yes. So there's a little, little shelf for your beer. Yes. And then I set... You know, I'm looking. I'm going to wash my hands after using the facilities. Very, as you should. Yeah, it's very everyone nice should. Yeah, wash your hands. Sanitary. Um, and I look, and there's a koozie huh. stuck to the mirror. Oh, what? For what? I can set my beer in the koozie. How convenient! Just in case. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, listen, man. It's pretty cool. I'm telling you, Ben and I have been like, like we've been here for a couple hours and we've gotten to check out the place. This is a craft beer lover's dream. 100%. Like, come check it out, man. Do yourself the favor. Like, so obviously we're in Pittsburgh. It was a three hour drive. Yep. Like, it was not bad at all. No, we went to speed limit three. We, that's right. It was, uh, it was 330. 330 um, yeah. Because we law-abiding citizens, okay? Yes. So, uh, no, but it, it is is an awesome spot. We're, we are very thankful to, for the people at BrewDog for inviting yes, us over. Yes, thank you so much. For showing us um, everything that they have here. We'll be, like I said, we'll be sampling some of the food that's coming in um, tonight. But but uh, we last time I think we did this, we were anticipating the preseason. We were oh, looking, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. and there's been two games since then. There's been two games since then. So we are gonna tr- we are gonna dive into some uh, Steelers football. We're getting ready for the season. Uh, we definitely need a life update because you had mentioned that your oldest son Benjamin had started football. Yep. And um, football update. The since that last conversation, he's actually had his first game. So I definitely want to know how that's going because we really haven't caught up a whole lot. We did. We watched the the um, fight the, other the night. fight. Which we could talk Sugar about. Sugar Shane O'Malley. That was wild. That was wild. But I think I think before we get everything started, it only makes sense to start with a beer. We're in we're in After Brewdog. We what you got for me? Announce another kind of special guest. Oh, there. we do. Yeah, we do have a an off camera guest. Off camera guest that is going to be a part of the show. We would love to give him a mic and a camera. Um, but We'd have to have a cutoff button because he likes to <laughs> he likes to talk about his beers and politics and all that stuff. So we couldn't do that. Um, and I love him to death, but he's got a face for radio. I'm just joking, Bill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, you've heard you've heard us talk about it on the show before. Yes, um, our dear dear friend from Finley, Brian Beals here, or yes. which, which we'll refer to from here on out as just Beal. Yes, um, is is in the room with us. He's going to be sampling some beers more than just us. And he's going to be giving us his two cents. He's like the cup bear. And Bill, it's only two cents, not not 25 <laughs> cents, okay? Two cents on beers, well, on the food. He ordered a lot more food than what we have for the right. table. But we just want to say, if you see us looking and talking off screen, or you hear a voice, that is um, one of our dear, dear friends, friend of the show, um, um, one of our true brothers. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Do we have an echo? I can put one on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's got a voice like James Earl Jones over here. So yeah. it sounds like God is talking from the corner. But now is. we can do a beer. Yes, yeah, we can do a beer. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Miss Rachel Rudy here. Rachel. Yes, thank you so thank much. You, Rachel, yes, for all your thank help. you so much. I'll Everything pass this you've now. Done. Thank you. Um, the, so Rachel has just brought us Brew Dogs Elvis juice. Well, That's right. What I'm going to do while you read, I'm yeah. going to pour. This is because we know um, since we're in a nice place. Yeah, I don't want to spill. You, don't, you, you have a tendency to spill. Yeah, it's well, not. I pour. Okay, while you talk. Yeah. So, uh, what you want to know about Elvis Juice, outside of the fact that the can is super rad, uh, it is their most popular beer. It is six point five percent. It is a grapefruit infused IPA. Mm. The tasting notes here, because I was provided with with them from professionals. Uh, well, these aren't yours. No, I'm not the guy you want doing that. I don't really, I, you know, I don't, I'm not a big, huge grapefruit guy. You're not a huge grapefruit so we'll guy. So we'll goes. see how this goes. So there, it's supposed to be zesty, citrus, and juicy. And it pairs with the food that will be coming in. Uh, wait, ju- it was, wait, say zest. Zesty, citrus, and juicy. I think that's what it said under Beal's uh, description. 
That was his uh, that, for football. No, no, that was his football description. That was his senior quote. <laughs> that was Beal's senior quote. All right, what? Okay, right, it's going, an American sorry, IPA sorry. with a bitter edge that will push your citrus tolerance to the brink oh. and back. See, Elvis juice is loaded with tart, pithy grapefruit. This IPA has a caramel malt base, supporting a full oh, frontal caramel. citrus overload. Grapefruit piled on top of a tense aroma hops. Waves of crashing pine, orange, and grapefruit round out this citrus-infused IPA. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot this, of citrus. This is Brewdog's Elvis Juice. A lot of citrus. I love. The, I love the color. The smell is amazing. That's super citrusy on the mm-hmm. note. Typically, like citrus IPAs, like aren't overly citrus. Like it almost smells like a juice. I, I mean, hence, remember hence. When I did when I did my um, one-time bourbon tasting with our friend Bart, who doesn't not the Bart you think of, just a no, Bart. No, just yeah. after you sniff, you must sniff your sleeve to cleanse the nose palate. By the way... Is that real? That's what they said. But here's what else I'm going to say. I need to comment on the commenters yeah. that commented on us last week talking about... Remember I made a comment about... A lot of comments. Um, <laughs> the internet is filled with comments. comments. Um, remember I said, like, I need something that cleanses my nose. Yeah. And they kept saying, smell coffee beans. Oh, yeah, you do that So those with people obviously don't watch a show because yeah, they yeah. know I don't like coffee. You hate coffee. I don't like the smell of coffee. I don't like the taste of coffee. So I'm not going to smell coffee. So yeah. next time... Let's not suggest that. So we're going to do... Sleeve. I don't... like. Listen, I know you went to a legit bourbon establishment. I did. A very... You made your own blend. I did. I made my own blend. And... Big Ben's blend. And it's... But the sleeve? Like, I I'm feel, just telling you what the, what the professional told me. I'll do it. Listen. Let's go. Let's do the it. Professional. The professional. Okay, here we go. It's very citrusy. I like these sniffers, too. We need to level up. What do you got? Ooh. See, is there an IPA? That's what I'm saying. It does not taste like what? What's is there an IBU? We got nothing. Six point five IBU. IBU. um, Very low. Three. Yeah. Do you have the IBU on this, Rachel? Yeah. Okay. Very. We have the best people working on it. Yes. It's Um, that's. It's good. You could have fooled me. But if you would have told me, I never would have thought this was an IPA. It's got a great flavor. A lot of great citrus. That's, I guess this is the flagship, right? I mean, this is like... Oh, dude, you, yeah, that's... Every... I, like, there, I know there are people that like craft beer that like, oh, I just don't like IPAs. Man, you would love that. unique. Yeah, if you don't like IPAs, but you want something... Like you said, perfect what you said, yeah. craft beer. This is... I mean, it's... Don't give me... It's bitter. Like, you have the, you have the hot bite there for sure. Mild. But it's not... Mild. That's very drinkable, though. You, you like that? How would you rate that on one to ten, Beal? Ten being the highest. Yeah. Ten, ten being your most favorite beer of all time. Nothing can top it. Seven and a half from Brian Beal. That's good. I might. I'll co-sign a seven yeah. and a half because that's very drinkable. Because I don't like the super bitter. Grapefruit at the beginning on the nose. Yep. Very citrus. Very citrus. Very citrusy. But when you drink you it, you taste that for a second, and then yeah. it's on the tip of your tongue, but there's no caramel or something. Yeah. It's uh, caramel malt. But yeah, see, caramel. Car- that's what it is. It is. Yeah. It's a caramel malt. Caramel. Yo, that's a seven five for me, and uh, I feel like I'd probably be reaching for that over your standard IPA. That's super drinkable to me. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. If I was, if I wanted to have an IPA, I'm not. I'm not grabbing this. But like you want the, the, the hoppy. The IPA, yeah, the hop. yeah, yeah. But if I want to go, like you could drink that doing anything. Yeah. You could sit by the pool. You could mow the grass. You, you could can. sit with your buddies. You could order that. At, you could at sit with your enemies. One hundred percent. You could and, sit with, with, <laughs> Cleveland Browns people and, and share that if you wanted. Your enemies, right? <laughs> I, I will say this because we're here. 
I don't know that Buckeyes and Wolverines could share that because I don't think they're allowed to share anything together. I, I'm going to say this as the resident person who knows absolutely nothing about sports. I think this is the thing to bring them together. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm a fan of unity. And if you're going to do it, if, like, like if you're going to come together, this is what you should come together over. That, that's very exceptional beer. Well done. I understand why that's and, the most. And modern. you know, I don't like grapefruit, and I don't take it, it's citrusy, but it's not like um the grape that grapefruit unique yep flavor. Yeah, dude, it doesn't I, have that. So out of out of ten, uh, I'm seven and a half y'all. Yeah, that's fine. Very good, completely fine. And I I will say this. Uh, I know we uh we are sitting in the doghouse, which super rad name for hotel, uh, but all of these beers like. We have been instructed to be brutally honest about. So, um, oh yeah, listen, they, they don't know us. We, we <laughs> right, will tell yeah. the truth. If we hate something, we will we'll let, let you, you know. know. So, um, but yeah, I'm a beer. fan of that one. Excellent beer. We'll keep um, this here because we were talking about um, Ohio State being here, right in yeah. Michigan. Yep. Um, and Bill, I think Michigan's won the last two. Bill is, that is correct? A- avid Ohio State fan. Which is no, which is I'm saying that's crazy because Ohio State like has been dominating forever. But yeah. did, I ever, did I ever tell you my um, Ohio State story? Why I didn't go to Ohio State? Oh no, you know what? I think you might. Yes, I think. I, did I mention on the show? Before? No, but you need to because well, you correct me if I'm wrong. You toured Ohio State. Yeah, I'm from an hour and a half from here. Right. Every like, I would say, and Bill can probably correct me. With, like I said, we we. Two cents, Bill. We don't give him too much microphone time. We uh, have to. We have to account for inflation. So Bill's two cents is going to be a dollar twenty-five. Um, <laughs> we um, we from from people from Finley, you know, obviously there's other schools, but I would say that throwing a rough number, seventy-five percent went to Ohio State. You know, you get a few Miami Ohio's, you get a few Ohio Universities, a couple of Bowling Greens. You know, and some outliers, but it's yeah. like it is Ohio State. Am I right, Bill? I mean, like most Ohio State. So it's like when you come from Finley, or I'd venture to say pretty much anywhere in Ohio, if you're if you're a good football player, it's like you're probably going. Like people assume you're probably going to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Let's just being honest. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and obviously, I didn't play till my senior year, quarterback. And so, you know, it's kind of one of those assumptions that, like, okay, you know, if you play well. And and I, I think that there's probably a little bit of a stigma in it. In it. I guess a stigma is a bad thing, right? But I, there's probably a little bit of assumption from Ohio State. And maybe new coaches, it's been a while since I've been around. But I assume that a lot of these big schools, maybe Harbaugh in Michigan, like Saban in Alabama, or, or, or any schools, like some of these coaches probably have this like, and I mean this in the nicest of ways. It's not going to come across that way. They have this ego mm-hmm. that like if I – if I if I invite you, like if I give you a scholarship, you're gonna come, right? To the assumption to these big schools, yes, like hey, like, man, because listen, we have a winning program. This kid's from Ohio, it's yeah, yeah. It's an honor. Like you're from Ohio, I'm coming here. Yeah. I'm giving you a scholarship. You're coming. Yeah, and, and it's like like because most kids are like, oh my gosh, that's my dream because right. they grow up loving it, and that's not a bad thing. It's just what it is, right? So I only played obviously one year. So I remember um, we played. Um, I, I was doing pretty well my senior year, so some schools started calling and recruiting and writing letters and whatever, and then more and more because we started doing better. And uh, I went on an unofficial visit because uh, rules were so much different back then than they are today. Unofficial visit to Ohio State. Okay. Um, and this is after the season was over, so right as like um, recruiting is like, or is like you're gonna start picking, right? Yeah. So I had um, 
my first visit, I had three visits lined up initially. Like my first three were, um, I was going to go to Duke, which I know is unusual, but I think I had this illusion probably at the time. Well, first of all, I love the coaches there. Um, obviously, great education, right. beautiful campus, all that stuff. Everyone, it's 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 no secret that I love basketball. Right. So I probably like had this grand illusion that I might try and play basketball when Coach I was there. Coach K needs me. No chance. <laughs> right. But still, I would have this thought in my head. But anyway, so I was gonna I was, I was lined up to go to Duke. Then my next the next week was Ohio State. Yeah. And then the next week was Miami Ohio. Those mm-hmm. were my first three visits, and I was gonna line up like Pitt. I had some other ones lined up. So the week before Duke, I went. I took an unofficial to Ohio State. Mm. Uh, my high school coach and myself went down there, um, and there was a coach there. I don't need to mention any names, but you uh, people figure it out. Went and visited him, sat in his office, and I was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, he's like, my man. You are everything we want. We can't wait to have you. This is going to be great. We're going to come in here. You're going to dominate. You're going to play for five, you know, whatever. You're going to yeah. play right away. All, the, all this stuff that they probably sell everybody. Sure. Over. And I was like... This is awesome, right? Because you're like, you're sitting in this office. You're seeing trophies. I mean, it's, it's the Ohio State University. Right. That's right. Yeah, it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. I mean, you feel so like wanted. Like you actually right. feel important. Yeah. So important. So I was like, man, this is, this is, boy, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Duke and I'm going to come back and go to Ohio State. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. So I get to the airport. I actually went to the Columbus airport to fly to Duke. Okay. Cause it's the, I mean, the airport you fly to. And I saw the coach from Ohio State. From Ohio State that I had just saw less than a week later, and like we kind of like like he was coming toward. I, I, I and Grant, I don't remember the exact details, but I don't know if he was coming towards or whatever. But I saw him enough that we were. I was like, Yeah, hey, hey, sir, hey, hey, coach, <laughs> hey, coach, how you doing? And he just kind of like kept walking, and I was like, Hit you with the leg. <laughs> Did you think like? Maybe he didn't see yes. me. Yes. He didn't exactly. see me. Exactly. Like okay. He definitely didn't see me, even though we almost high-fived. Um, <laughs> we almost touched hands. And so I I saw him again. I was like, hey, hey, coach. How you? Like, yeah. He definitely didn't see me. Like, yeah. I just saw him a week ago. He, like, loved me, right? Right. Hey, coach, how you doing? Um, ben. <laughs> he was like, and just had no idea who I was. What? No idea who I was. So I was like, like, I was crushed, oh, devastated. Dang, bro. And not because... You, I mean, any who wouldn't be right? Yeah. I mean, any human being in the world would be like, yeah, lip quiver, yep. right? So I was like, you know what? Okay, and I did what probably no Ohio-born kid would ever do. I canceled my Ohio State visit the next week. Dang, Went because to of Duke that. Because of that, yeah. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm, why would I go visit you? If you don't want anything, to, like you don't even know who I am. That's like the the equivalent of like, hey, uh, new number, who this? It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, we're, we're like, we like sorry. It's like, what do you mean, man? <laughs> Dang. So you, phone. So you yeah, canceled so the canceled my house state visit, yeah. and it was probably a good thing because I think so. I went to Duke, canceled Ohio State, and then went to to Miami. And obviously, like, you know, long story short, when I went to Miami, my dad was like, "Don't commit till we leave." Yeah. Like, don't join. And sure enough, the the coach there was the best in the world, and. I committed then. So I didn't even <laughs> yeah. go to any other church, yeah. right? But anyway, that's that's another story. Um, and so it was like uh, I was like just sitting there. Oh, the food just walked in. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh Beal's oh, over there. <laughs> the food walked in because all we hear is Beal oh, grunting. Yes. I'm so sorry that we're trashing on Ohio State. Too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, not trash on State. Um, so anyway, I was like, it was probably better that I canceled the visit because I even if I would have felt – 
bitter or upset or disappointed yeah. and still went, I feel like they probably could have like wooed me back sure. because I feel like you go to these big schools and you you visit, they're going to be like, they're going to find a way to get you because they're going to sure. wine and dine you. They're going to yep. do all this special stuff. And so I, I you know, I didn't do it. Yeah. And so I, I ended up going to Miami and that was that. So that's my Ohio State story. Wow. So anyway, well, there it is. I think it, uh, I think it turned out okay. Yeah, I'm not mad. <laughs> I think it. Do you think uh, do you think going to a bigger school like Ohio State would have changed the trajectory of your professional career? You know what? There's a lot of what ifs and who knows. I, I'd, I'd also heard reports and rumors, whatever you want to call them, that Ohio State wanted me to play tight end hmm. um, because I had played receiver my junior year. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Um, and so my senior year, I played quarterback and, and, and played pretty well. But um, – uh, they also, I mean, they had other quarterbacks that were there and then other ones they recruited and this, that, and the other. Um, so it was going to be one of those things where it's like, yeah, we want you to play quarterback, but we also might have you play other things. Yeah. So, and I think that's one of the reasons I loved Miami was just the commitment. Like mm -hmm. I knew what I was going to do when I went there. So, um, so, to, you know, how the, do you, how the do what you if game's hard. You, yeah. You can't it's play like, what if. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the Monday morning quarterback, whatever you want to say. There's no way that I could sit there and say, I would have definitely gone there. I would have been the number one overall pick. We would have won two national championships. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. there's there's too much to think about. And honestly, I love the fact. I mean, we played Ohio State my freshman year at Ohio State. I redshirted, and I almost went in. That was the first game I almost went in for. Really? I almost went in for that. Bill, you, ever, you know that story? When we went to Ohio State? My redshirt freshman year, as a, as a redshirt, Mike Bath is starting. We go to Ohio State. I love Mike Bath. Mike Bath should uh, Miami, Ohio should be the head coach there. Um, um, we go to Ohio State. We're in the horseshoe. I think it's the first game of the year. You know, Ohio State always the big schools always get the small schools the first game to try and uh, yep. pound them. Yep. No, we're not calling it state rivalry. You want to pound us, little <laughs> guys. State rivalry. <laughs> um, and so we go there. And it's kind of those things where they're they're getting us a little bit, yeah. And Mike's not playing great, but but it's probably partially because how good Ohio State is. Oh, it's just Ohio State. And, Co yeah. and it's, yeah. I want to say it is the first or within the first three games of my freshman year. And I remember Coach being like, "Hey, go." The quarterback coach, I think, was like, "Hey, you need to warm up on the sideline." And I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> Like you talking um, about warm up my arm? Like what are you talking like, about? <laughs> like like to to what extent? Warm up somebody, right? Or me warm up, right? And I did. I warmed up on the sideline, but. I, I you know I, I swear that Coach Hep who um, who I've talked about on the show who's like a, was a father to me I mean he was just he was the best um, who I wish was well, he would be fun on this podcast he's not around anymore but um, I, I swear at some point he just like was like nope I'm not gonna I'm not gonna because at that yeah. point you had a the second you touched the field you lost your red shirt uh, like you yeah. couldn't you couldn't even play I mean you were done yeah and so it was like he I think he just was like. You know what? It's not worth it. That's, don't spend it here. No, don't yeah. do it. And I warmed up a couple other times throughout the season, like one or two other times. Mm -hmm. But it was, I felt like it was maybe it was just a like a hey, you see the rooks warming up type yeah. thing to this to, to Mike the senior. But um, yeah, I was warming up on the sideline at uh, at the horseshoe. Yeah, that might have so. been. I don't know. Is that vindicating or is it like if you get to go in and play right and they and they beat the tar off you right? You're like, oh man, that's the one. or like even if you perform, even if you lose but you perform yeah. well, is that vindicating or do you have to win that game? 
You know, you're not going to win it. Yeah. The difference between, I'll say this, the difference between when I was in school, now things are a little different now, but the difference between those those big schools and, and the smaller schools like the the mid-majors and some of the smaller division schools isn't there, there's a lot of great talent like we had we had big 10 talent when yeah. i played there like they could have played on all those teams. we were mm. just as good my, my last year my junior year we finished 10th in the country yeah. we beat the brakes off a lot of schools the difference was the depth mm. once you started getting to the backups like this this lineman goes down like our backup lineman was like a guy that you didn't know was going to play you yeah. know like he might not you know he's yeah. he's a He's a oh, he's a PhD in this, yeah. you know, like great great scholar, right? Not a great football player, but like the the big schools, their backups, like their backups are starters in most places. Yeah, that's so the depth is just is the difference. And so, mm. you know, my first start ended up being at Michigan. Like that was my very first start. My first pass was intercepted by Larry Foot. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, it's just first, my teammate. Yeah. So your first college footy, pass, Footy, you cheated. Yeah, it was an interception to a what would. Become a, former, a yeah a, a future teammate yeah yeah that's awesome so anyway um yeah that's neat. but that's my house state speaking of house state we almost had San Antonio Holmes here yeah so we did almost have a couple guests here I know because you went into your Ohio Rolodex and reached out to a handful of people well I a did. couple of people yes I I I texted San Antonio and I were texting a little bit because I thought how perfect would it be to have him here yep um he was gonna come he he said he would love to do it but he was gonna be in uh, I think he's in out of, he's out of town this sure. week. Uh, so, and I also talked to Kirk Herbstreit, who I thought would be perfect college football yep. coming up. Yep. Um, Ohio State guy. And, and Herbie, I can't believe that you don't live here. Like, what's wrong with you? All you do <laughs> is pick Ohio State every week and do all their games. But um, no, um, Herbie's in uh, Cincinnati, I believe, because I believe his sons go, go to uh, St. X. He would have been an awesome one. There it is. There's the dogs, folks. But, yeah, see? see? It's real. This is a dog We're friendly really hotel. Some, I mean, that's a couple dogs. Sounds friendly. Right? Are those dogs fighting? Right. Oh, they're outside. They got kicked out. No. You bark, you get kicked out. <laughs> so anyway, we almost had some some awesome guests, but we'll get those guys on at some point. But yeah, both of them would be pretty awesome. cool to, to be yeah. here to be a part of this. But yeah, that's uh, that's so funny. I see uh, as the food had just walked into the room. Uh, Bill's eating all of it. You mean? Oh, yeah. Bill's got a plate full of chicken wing bones. <laughs> Did you want to share some of it? Bill? Would you mind preparing a little a little plate for us to sample? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get the, the wings. Uh, Rachel, I, I don't know what protocol is for you being on the clock, but you are, please dive into some of that food. Uh, you are more than welcome to uh, eat whatever you want to eat over there. Uh, oh, thank you, Bill. Um, thank you. <laughs> we got the silverware first. This is, yeah. This is great. And so the, uh, the Elvis juice was paired with these honey adobo wings. Oh, these are the wings. Are these spicy, I heard? Yes. So the honey adobo wings yes. paired with spicy dishes, this IPA. Uh, oh, the Phantom Flames. Nice and sweet. At first. The yeah, that's oh, what I was saying. He's like a, and he's then there's a, taste. a little bit of... Bill review. Heat. Nice and sweet in the beginning. You know, when you guys were saying, real quick, <laughs> no, it's the middle of the time, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Where's Evan when you need him? Yeah, Bill's a stout guy. Yeah, so we know you're that. talking about Ohio State Michigan fans coming together. Thank on you, that Elvis juice. Yeah. I'm a stout guy, and I still gave it a seven and a half. See? It's, it's that good. That's what BrewDog okay. is doing. They're bringing everybody together. Okay. BrewDog is bringing rivalries. It's ending rivalries and it's bringing the people together. Right. That'd be a redo. What do you think? That wing. Honey adobo. 
taste that sweetness from the beginning. Mm -hmm. like what what is the name of the restaurant down there? The dog tap. The dog tap is the rest. So that's this, this, I don't need, I, I feel bad calling it a brewery because it's, there's so much here. This brewery slash hotel slash restaurant has so much. There's a, the dog house is the hotel. Mm -hmm. Brew dog is the brewery. Dog tap is the restaurant. And, oh, uh, dogs. it's all dogs. It's me and my dogs, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, you, a you, a drum or flats guy. What are we working with? Well, this one's good. <laughs> this one. Let me ask you. That's really good. I'm a flats guy, I think. I think I learned yeah, this. Yeah, I'm really saying that. I think I, I learned it. But, but, I don't care either. Yeah, you just can't get cute with the flats. You know what I mean? You got to really be... Oh, should I have done it without the sauce? I did first because you have to try it first. Yeah, That's amateur. All right. I'm I know. Sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. They're watching at home. The millions watching around the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those would do. All, all, yeah. of, our, all of our fans in Scotland where this brewery started. Yeah, dude. This brewery started in Scotland. Not only that, we learned, we got super educated. So typically we are not as educated about the beers we were trying as we are about these beers because we got educated um, by the BrewDog staff. Um, they make their water like the water in Scotland. Like who does that? Who changes the water? Is my voice echoing in this? BrewDog. BrewDog changes the water. These wings are amazing. Really good. Not spicy. But not spicy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they gone. <laughs> Buddy, they gone. Sorry. Wasn't that the point? Yeah, I know. I'm just, I have so much to do. I just have to like. Yeah, you got a lot of buttons to push. I forget. Those even are very good. Really good. Sorry. Can I grab a napkin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have both of them. All right. So as we're moving forward, uh, we got to touch on some football, man. Yeah. But we got to touch on, um, thank you. Benjamin had his first game. Oh, boy. Yeah, people want to hear the story. Yeah, so let, I'll just, I'll just tee that up. Benjamin, your oldest son, has started playing football. He just had his first game. I'll let you just paint, paint the picture of your experience, okay. um, and then we'll go from there. Okay, so. <laughs> that was a deep breath to start this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he had his first game last week. Um, we're, we're excited. Our team has been scrimmaging our – we're the 10 and under team, the 10U team. Okay. And we've been scrimmaging our 12 and under team um, and, and doing really, really well. Like, okay, like we got to – you know, there's a big age gap between 10 and 12. I know everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, two years, duh. But, like, in terms of maturity, maturity yeah. and body starting to change and whatever. And so it's like, okay, we've been holding our own, I would say. Um, and so, so we go to the, the first game. We're playing Avonor. And uh, we get there, and the eight and under teams playing. So they go eight and under plays, then the ten, 10. and under. So it's all yeah. all the games all at once. So the eight and under team, we get there, and and the, the, the final score I think was thirty six nothing. We're like, ah, our, our, our little fellas took it on the chin. They'll be all right. Um, and our eight and under team doesn't have a lot of, of kids, and our 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 ten and under team has got like twenty two kids or twenty three kids. It's, <laughs> I forgot about this. So we're, we're watching in, the, in like the, the warm ups. And their team, like their coach, is like kind of directing some kids, like different, like like almost like it's their like they've had their third practice type thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm talking to our to one of our coaches, and he's like, he goes, "Oh man, look at these guys. Don't really look like they're like they're lining up. Like they 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 look like they're struggling a little bit, like getting lined up. You right. Know? And we had no idea what to expect. So I was, I, I can see it too. I agree. I mean, I would have said the same thing. Like, yeah, it looks like it. So. We're getting ready to, to play the game. 
And here's what the, I forgot about this too. Here's one of the best parts. They're introducing the kids. They introduce every kid on every team. Okay. So there's like a bleacher, like a half, like a high school bleacher, like halfway full of parents and because there's cheerleaders for both teams too. So you get the cheerleader oh, parents. Oh. Like, yeah, the cheerleaders. So it's a whole. There's, there's a couple hundred parents there. Okay. Okay. And so they're going to do introductions and I'm kind of like, uh. and so this week there's been some, there's been some like news around me coaching. Like yes. local news, and then um, I get an email from Fox and Friends want me to yeah to go on and talk about coaching. And I'm like with the friends, with the friends. But it, but to me, it's like it's about the kids, it's not about me. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to do anything because I'm just helping. I'm just like like hey, coach. Like there's a you? different coach. Yes, <laughs> there are yes. there are three coaches. Yes. I'm like the fourth guy on the depth chart. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I have a hat. They have shirts that say yeah. coach. My hat just says, says Quaker. <laughs> like I'm okay. I have a Q on my hat. Hey. Um, hey. I think one day, man, you'll, you'll earn yourself that shirt, shirt, bro. I'm earning my stripes. <laughs> but anyway, um, and so uh, they're going to introduce them, and they're going like numerical, and and, and my my son is like, like you know, the front half. He's not wearing number seven, which is awesome. Um, and so the 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 announcer guy is like, you know, he gets to his number, and he's like, Benjamin Roethlisberger. No. And I was like, Yes. There's no way he got he that wrong. He screwed it up, which was great on because then it wasn't like because he would have said Benjamin Roethlisberger. Right. People would have been like like anyone that didn't know would have been like, wait, yeah. Wait, there can't how many how many Roethlisberger? Hold on. Yeah. It's not like Miller, Smith, yeah. Jones. The, he hit him with a row F Burger. You know there's not an N. I, I told and, there was a lot of letters that he he put <laughs> in there that weren't in there. Yeah. But it was great. Why didn't you tell me that point? That's so funny, dude. <laughs> and so it was. I just, I just remembered it. But, but it was great because then when he said, it, I was like, like I. For, part of me was like, couldn't believe that he did that. Like really. And then the other part was like, yes, like no one will like. Yes, maybe no, won't for sure. Do it together, maybe they will. But either way. But in any, in <laughs> any other place, that makes sense. When you're talking about right. football in, in the city of Pittsburgh. So that, but that announcer was one of those guys that was like the. <laughs> He was just on like one liners out there. Yeah. No, I anyway, it. anyway. That's funny. Yeah. So we get the ball first. We win the toss. We'll take the ball. So they kick off. They almost recover like this little squib kick. We recover it on like the 30 yard line. And our first play of the game goes for minus one. Our second play goes for minus two. Third play gets one. So now it's third and like, or it's like third down. We go three and out, fourth down and 13. We're going to punt. Okay. And punting with this age is not the easiest thing to do anyway. Sure. So you don't want to do it, but we're like backed up and it's fourth and 12. So um, fourth down, they tackle our punter. And I know <laughs> most people are going to be like, wait, what do you mean? And I'm going to tell you this, that our punter caught the ball and they tackled him. So it wasn't roughing. It wasn't anything. They just, just tackled our punter for minus 10. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. They scored two plays later. All right, we're down. And they went for an extra point. They missed it. Six nothing. Here we go. We're ready to roll. Let's go, boys. Let's get this thing figured out. <laughs> they go to kick off. And they kick off. And they do a little directional kick. Danny Smith will be proud of the special teams. <laughs> they do a little directional kick and they recover it. They recover their own. Yeah. yeah. Good for you guys. You recovered so, it. And you guys scored three plays later. Yeah. Good for you. 12 nothing. No problem. Congratulations. <laughs> When they kick the ball to like in the area of our kid, and I'm not going to ever put any of our kids out there, but the kid, the one kid, like saw the ball coming and hit the ground, and he was like looking at it, and then saw the kids running at him, and so he kind of backed away from it. I understand that. 
<laughs> yeah, I yeah. do too on a punt. Um, <laughs> they recovered. They scored. 12 nothing. They kick off again. Kick the same kid. Ball hits the ground. He backs away from it. They recover. Score three plays later. 18 nothing. Yep, here we go. <laughs> Come on, now, now where's, the, where's the fourth coach at? Well, I told coach, like, hey, we were in like a 4-4-3. Four, four, I'm like, hey, coach, we should consider going to a 5-5-1 five, five, or a 5-4-2, like something yeah. to spread out in the front. He's like, yeah, we, we, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah, we should do that. And I'm like, yeah, we should. Yeah, whatever you, whatever you say. No, he was, he was all on board, but it's hard because you can't really like right. – they're fifth graders. You're on the fly. You can't just yeah. like, go here, go here. We're trying to get kids moved around. <laughs> and so – they kick, They scored. They kicked off again. We finally like fall on the ball. We go three and out, and on fourth down, our punter drops the ball. They recover. They score again. Yeah. So what's the math the, there? Halfway through the first quarter, it's twenty something and nothing. Okay. We ended up. I'm, I'm just not going to bore everyone with the details. Um, we so it was halftime, and it's forty to nothing. Obviously them. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. 40 to nothing. And their coach comes out and tells the official, hey, I th- in the second half, we're going to play our twos and threes. Yeah. And the coach comes, the official tells our coach. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, like thanks. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, and so uh, the final score was 40 to nothing. Um, so they didn't score. In the yeah, held them. Yeah, we did All good. Right. We, we right, really stepped up. We stepped up. Um, I think we finished the game. Um, with minus twenty three yards of offense. Okay. Hey, well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um. We couldn't do anything. It wasn't minus twenty four. It wasn't minus twenty four. That's a good point. We we could do nothing. Yeah. Right. Um. And so yeah, we lost forty to nothing. And so then the unique thing was, um, the twelve U team played after us, and they lost. So so remember, the first team was like thirty six yeah. to nothing. We were 40 to nothing. And then the older team lost uh, 38 nothing. So it was like 120 <laughs> to zero. Congratulations, Avalon. Yes. You guys are much better than yeah, us. Yeah, good team. Good team. Yeah. There. So anyway, yeah, that was our first game. Yeah. Um, and then I had a conversation with the kids yesterday at practice and said, hey, guys, um, any thoughts like when a ball's kicked off, when is it live and when is it not? And most of them, most of them remember. Yeah. Said, oh yeah, you got to recover. There were some kids that weren't really sure when the ball was live when it was. So we covered it. So hopefully now we yeah are better on now. Ball. They know yeah. Now so we know. have a game this Saturday. And we'll see what happens. How how as um um a hat coach, yeah, you're not a shirt coach yet. How as a hat coach are you able to talk to your team after a forty to nothing blowout, as, especially at your first game? Because again, there's. I'm imagining that there are going to be some kids that are playing this sport for the first time, won't continue afterwards. They're learning the game. Right. Yeah, some kids are like, no, I've been waiting or have been playing. There is like, this is what I do, bad game. How do you console a group of 10 and unders to say, hey, you have days like this? Yeah, yeah. Well, so there was, there was definitely different things going on. Um, during the game, there were some kids like wrestling on the sideline. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. No, not at a, um, <laughs> not at a tenant. There were under? some kids that I was not... like, like asking, like, I almost said to them, like, listen, if you don't want to be here, just leave. <laughs> but I was afraid they would really leave. I wish you would have. Like, that made me feel like I can't do that. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no, you probably, I mean, pretzels and beer. Pretzels and beer. Thank you, Bill. Um, and so I couldn't do that. Yeah. And then, um, um, you know, afterwards, I just told them, like, my, my word of encouragement to the kids afterwards was like this. Like, listen, 
you can get outplayed. They can be better than you, whatever. But but what I want to know is like, what's your effort look like? Mm-hmm. Are you putting an effort? Are you trying? Are you are you hustling? Or are you quitting? And like, what you, what's going on? Because you can get beat. Yeah. If you're just if you're trying, if you're busting your butt and you're trying and you're working hard and you get beat, it happens. Yeah. But don't just like not show effort. You know, like these kind of things. And so uh, that was mine. One of the other coaches who I love, he's awesome. Um, he, I, and I wish I remembered his exact words because it was something I'd never heard. And I wanted, I wanted to tell Tomlin to go with it. Um, <laughs> that would have been awesome. He says something along the lines of like, we just remember we just got beat real bad. And he said something along the lines of, "Hey guys, it's like when you when you go to a restaurant, and you have a bad meal, you don't go back there and eat it again. You just spit it out and you move on." Hey, so I was like, "Hey, okay." That, <laughs> I mean, that's the early stages I of Tomlinism. It. It's got, it's got I the meat. I love it. It just, it's, I loved it. It just needs the sizzle. I was so excited when he said it because I was like, when he said it, I was like, "Right, okay." The, I hear you, the coach. points there. I'm with you. It's just the not kids, tweetable the kids yet. Didn't get it. Right. I, I'm with you. I like, love so, it. So, you mean like Wendy's? Like, what are you? <laughs> what, are, what are you saying? <laughs> that's, that's hey. So have you seen oh, impro- have you seen practical. improvement in practice? Have you seen because it's tough it to come better. out the gate like that? But then you know they worked hard yesterday in practice. Today's practice I heard got canceled because of the rain. Yeah, well, I was a reader. We'll I don't know. Anyway, so that, that's our that's our story. That's my story. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm excited to see how the rest of that season yeah. goes. Uh, I think. Sorry to interrupt. Bill, how much? Yeah. What do we do? Street corn and pretzels, pretzels and beer. It, while it's warm, you got to try to get some and take something out of your way. Take, you mind taking these? Hi, my name's Brian. I'll be your server. <laughs> Sorry about that bad meal last time. <laughs> <laughs> Can we speak with your manager, please? Yeah. You're back. There's a little honey mustard with the pretzel sauce. Yeah. Yeah, it's Bill, hold on. Yeah. Why'd you bring that one? Why'd you bring this one, this plate with the, just the one? Um, <laughs> I was kidding, dude. <laughs> We're going to set this guy here. You pretzel just in case. So the, the plate, I'm, yeah, I started making a smaller plate to put on there. No, you're good, dude. That's just hilarious. That's all right. Uh, let's, dive, let's dive into actually the second beer. You want to do that? Yeah, yeah, let's do a beer. Um, be, since Beal just brought all the food. <laughs> oh, not all of it. No, I, I will say this. We've bang, been, bang we have been eating. Oh, that's, we have um, bang bang chicken over there. Yeah. We've been eating nonstop since we've gotten here. Everything that we've had is phenomenal. All yes. right, here, Rachel is here. We're going to sober you guys up. Oh, here bit. we go. Ooh. So, very fascinating. Excuse me. Um, this next beer is Elvis. Elvis. Without any alcohol. Oh. Right, so, it's your Elvis juice. So it's the same thing we just had. Yeah, but so Brewdog has an entire line of what they call AF beers, alcohol-free. It's like they're okay. non-alcoholic beers. Oh, thank you. And they do all of their flagship beers without alcohol. So if you're really sitting there, cool. you're, you're the old, you're the old DD, yeah. right? Or you still have a brew. You can't drink alcohol for some reason. You don't want to. Here you go. Okay. This will um, be our first on the show. I'm excited. Yeah, and I think it's super rad because I think it's, I've had the moment where you go out, like you're having with friends, especially when I was younger. And you're like, hey, man, I'm just, you order water. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. You can sit here, man. You wouldn't even know the difference. You'd be like, hey, I'll take one of those. And I've had, actually, this is what I'm drinking. My side beer is one of their AF. It is delightful. So I've not had this you one. could, yeah, you could, you're at the job. 
at the job, break it open. Like maybe your preggers. Yeah. Maybe your. It DD. smells. It, it smells. It's, it this smells like grapefruity. I smell. I feel like this smells identical to me. I smell a little more grapefruit. Here, let's do the um. Those used. Which one was mine? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let me see it. This one's yours. I'm definitely. I sure. trust you. That's that's like let's that's do like refreshingly like. That's very good. It's like a. That's a summer day. That's just, yeah. Summer day. I'm, At, feeling, I'm feeling a little. Uh, that's a summer day. I'm feeling a little. Uh, <laughs> really that's really good. Not it's only that. Like a, not only that, dude. But check sorry. out the numbers on this. They're alcohol-free stuff. Twenty calories. Two point three grams of carbs. I feel. Fun. So if you're like our good friend Rachel here, is training for a marathon. That's right. Oh. That's right. No guilt. Check this out. The side by side comparison. Wow. You're going to same time? <laughs> that would have been. I'm the tourist for spilling things. Here, let me. I think. I want to say this in the nicest of ways. Yeah, dude. I don't think you're missing out. No. At all. I would probably make a headache tomorrow. Yeah, the only thing yeah, the only thing you're doing is making your day a little bit better tomorrow. That's very delightful. Go ahead. I think that's really, really good. Like, yes. Like it's almost like I would drink that as just like a like a Lacroix. Yes. Like yeah. a, so, oh, I'm gonna go to the kids' practice. Or, yeah. You're gonna look bad because you look like you're yeah. <laughs> like, like Brew Dog Brewery. What gonna- yeah. I'm gonna, I mean, like, is this the one? Nope. This guy. Yeah. So it's gonna be like, ugh. like if you were like I'm, I'm carrying around a glass with this in it. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It's I mean, it looks ones, delicious. You know what it is? Yeah, it looks this, is this is that beer that you drive around in the car, <laughs> officer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the laws are on non alcoholic <laughs> Wait, this is that we do not advise you to do that. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, I was just joking. But I do invite you to enjoy this. That's really good. Or at least try it out. And it's interesting, man, because it feels like Can you say you like it more. Is that loud? If you do. It's good. It's really good. I don't like grapefruit. It's a little more grapefruity, but it, it makes me feel like I'm drinking, uh, yeah, a LaCroix. I don't say LaCroix, but it's, it, it, that's really good. No, it tastes like you're drinking a beer. But the whole like non-alcoholic beer movement, I feel like that's been coming, I don't know, maybe the last five years that I've been aware of it. Yeah. I've never had one that I was like, oh, yeah, that's... But you I would had actually, alcohol-free beer before? I don't know that I've had no... Like, what's, me, what's the first alcohol beer you think of? Oh, duels. Of course. You had one? I, sw- I want to say that I had. Or St. Pauli's Girls. Is that well, one? No, you have. Oh, duels. Yeah. No, that's Odoro rules. You know, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to go out and order like if I was going out. But like if that's, I'm. Yeah, but there's, plen- there's been plenty of times where I'm like, dude, I don't yeah, want to have. Yeah. I would order this for sure. For sure. That's very that's, good. But that's why this is different. Good job, Brewdog. I just, I'm I appreciate sure you guys having options, man. I yeah. think that's what's, all, uh, that's what's awesome. Really cool. For people to enjoy what you guys are making um, without any limitations. So, isn't all the beer? Isn't didn't I read or you tell me something like all the beer here is like eco? Aren't we like eco friendly? This is the only carbon neutral brewery. What does that mean? That means there is it emits no carbon, which is healthy for the, the only certified carbon negative brewery. So by drinking the beer, you're having a positive impact on the environment. No big deal. So when no you big drink, deal. When you drink their beer, yeah. you're actually saving the environment. You might have just, we might have just saved a dolphin. Good, look at us. Good for us. Look at us. <laughs> Can we put that in our podcast liner? Like <laughs> football, the only podcast saving dolphins. 
That's good. At, yeah. My, I, you know, my, I gotta, did we tell you something at home? We can. Can we get, can I take, my dad would love, my dad loves grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. He would like that. Oh, yeah. Thank That's you. awesome. That's yeah. really good. I'm actually going to drink this otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's good, man. It, is. it uh, really is good. So, all right. Let's, did you try this yet? No. I'm, sure, we, well, I'm waiting for the next 14 plates Beal's bringing. So. Um, Beal, how was <laughs> no, your... No, no, no. Beal, sit down. Sit down. <laughs> how was your burger? I'm the, the Chuck Norris? Yeah. The chicken? The Chuck Norris. The Chick Norris. The, the, wait. Is the, bur- is the burger called Chick Norris? Like a chicken? Is that what it's called? No, it's the Chuck it's, Norris. Well, Cluck Norris. Cluck Norris. <laughs> I like the Chick Norris. It was really it's, good. It's oh, is that the bang bang right there, Beal? Yeah, I'm bringing it over. This is really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we've, yet, we've yet to find something we don't like. Right. Correct? And you're yeah. I'm not like an easy person to please with food. I feel like I, I, I like nice food. Well, you're a very, but you're a really good, you actually, like people don't know this about you, like you're actually a really good cook. I am. You cook a lot. I do. You'll send me pictures about every night or every other night. Like <laughs> this is what I made, yes. and it looks like I don't. Sometimes I don't believe you. <laughs> I think you got it at a restaurant, or Evan came over to your house and cooked it. You are you are a very good chef, um, and and I and I it's like kudos to you, and it's not just like oh I'm gonna make a mac and cheese or peanut butter and jelly or lasagna. Like you're making like chicken parm from scratch or yeah, like crazy fresh, stuff, fresh pasta. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so like for you to. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. Yeah, like you, you are a, you're a little bit of a food snob. Yeah, I make all the stuff I don't want to pay someone else for. Agreed. I'm like, you know what? I think I can make that. But yeah, this is all very good. Uh, I think we need to jump into some Steelers football. Okay. So, because uh, there's a lot that has happened, and and I'm curious for the future. Um, but this looks like a bountiful harvest, man. This is this is wild. Sorry. Good. You uh, so, two preseason games have happened mm-hmm. at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Took on the Bucks down in Tampa. Why are you so much? What? Dude, Why I... Why are you so much? All the beer and food? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm eating and I'm talking and I'm like... <laughs> I almost offered the Cluck Norris. The Cluck Norris? The Cluck Norris. All right. We go down to Tampa. Yeah. Right? And it feels like we make light work of that. Yep. We come back home and, dude, I don't know what happened with Buffalo. Yeah. I'd like... I, I'm a, I, I like Buffalo. I like watching Josh Allen play. I like watching the Bills play. I think they have... They're very exciting. They're very dynamic. And I felt like the Steelers made them look like they were playing a high school team. Yeah. I, I just, it, I mean, penalties I after 13 penalties. Man, they, they beat themselves in a lot of things, but I would, I, it was fascinating for me to watch. Yeah. So I would say this. I'll start with the, with the Tampa game. Yeah, so we can backtrack to that one. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about. That was, that was quick work. Um, and a lot of the defensive starters didn't play. Yeah, um, which is kind of what you expect. Offensive guys were in there. Um, one of the guys we've talked about since day one, Dan Moore Jr. Come on now, starting, doing his thing, holding it down like I told everybody he would. Um, I know I don't know much about football, but um, you're learning though. Good for you, Dan. <laughs> Keep it up, dude. Don't stop. I'm so proud of you. Um, they go down there. They Kenny drives him right down the field. George Pickens, little in right. Oh, was that? I wasn't with you watching the game. Where was the I? Tampa game? No, I watched at home. So I was I was somewhere watching the game, and this is no no one's gonna believe me. I wish Benjamin was here and my wife was here. <laughs> um, they could co-sign this truth. Yeah. So um, George lined up on the backside of a, of a of a formation. So the strength the strength was over here. So all the receivers were over here, and typically that's kind of where Deontay's been lining up. Yeah. So he lined up back there, and I think it was a third down or something. And I was like, I was watching the game, and I was like, 
hey, this is going to, like, they're going to throw to George here. Mm. Like, they're, they're trying to isolate George. Sure enough, he catches a little dig, a little in route, goes to the house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Benjamin was the only one that heard me, but he, like, stood up like I just predicted, like, <laughs> he's a prophet. Yes, like, it was something crazy. He was like, are you kidding me? And Ashley's like, what? He's like, Dad just said he was going to throw to George on the backside. <laughs> and, I, and Ashley's like, what? Like, And I was like, I just, you know, just look like something that they would do there. Um, but anyway. What do you mean Dad knew the play? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? But, they, but they, anyway, they drive down the field. They score. Looks great. Get out of the game. You know, next game. Like, that is as perfect as a preseason first game you can have as an offense. As a quarterback, you love it because you come off clean. Ball's out of your hand. You're not getting hit. You throw a touchdown pass, and as soon as you're walking to the sideline, Tom was like, you're done. Yeah. You know it. You see it. Done. Done. And even you you act like, Coach, let me go back in. But you don't want to go back in. <laughs> you take your tape off. Like, God, we'll yeah. go. Ah, coach, no, I'm not <laughs> doing my show now. Um, so anyway, um, great. You know, done. Good for you guys. Next week, Buffalo, this is going to be the challenge. Buffalo is an AFC contender, Super Bowl guy, um, MVP candidate, and, and Josh Allen, who was my pick last year. Um, and, and I think – this is going to be a good challenge. It's at home, but it's going to be good. And they go down the field. You know, the Steelers go down the field, and um, uh, Jalen Warren Dude. hits the burners around the outside. And I would like to say this as I'm as we're sitting here talking. That run doesn't – he doesn't score if Deontay doesn't put extra work in on blocking. Deontay was so selfless in that situation that he decides to – not decides. He's like – my job is to block on this play. He could have very easily said, listen, I'm going to get paid to catch balls, score touchdowns. <laughs> like, oh, you know, I, I had you for a second. No, he's blocking downfield and creates the lane for Jalen to just – I mean, I didn't know he had I didn't know he had that burst. I, I and thought, it was yeah. awesome to watch. Like, I was so excited for him. And I was like, like that is line blocking Dan Moore, the rest of the boys up front, um, Deontay on the outside. That is the team – Touchdown. Yes. And you get it, and you get a guy. And I think it's exciting for Steelers fans. I know they want to see more from Naj, but, like, you have to be excited about number two. Like, like what is he, what he's doing? Mm-hmm. That creates more for, for Naj, and, mm-hmm. and that gives you a one-two punch. Like, that's exciting for Steelers fans. So, anyway, they score. Awesome. You know, and, and again, I'm going to sit on this podcast and talk about this as we do this throughout the season. I'm not – I'm not – the defense is – you know how much concern I have? Yeah. This. Yeah. Unless you get some injuries, which we, we, we hope no injuries, but I'm not concerned with the defense. And sure enough, they did what they're supposed to do. They get the ball punt and the punt um um Austin. Uh, is it Calvin Calvin Austin, Calvin Austin yep. the third, I believe. Yes. Takes the punt, almost goes to the house. I know, dude. That was exciting. Which is awesome. That was exciting. Because I know that people are excited, the Steelers are excited about what he could bring after being hurt last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he just creates another weapon on offense. But also, like, what's he going to do in the special teams? Like, that, know, there's dude. some excitement there, you know? And so he gets it down. Next play, which is totally any any offensive coordinator, anytime there's a turnover, a big play happens, 80% of the time the next play is like we're taking a shot. Yep. And sure enough, he takes Pat down the middle. Um, awesome look off by Kenny. Little back shoulder on the linebacker. Pat catches, scores. And um and the and it's like day done. Yeah. Now I will say this. I was really surprised that he pulled him after that. Like I get it, like you saw what you wanted to, two series, two scores, yeah. but but I don't know how many plays they had, but it couldn't have been more than a dozen. 
Like it, it, yeah, that I don't was know the stats, play. yeah. That was one play, and the other one couldn't have been a 10-play drive. So I was just surprised because I think with only three preseason games, I would think that Mike would want to what, – what Coach would want to see is, like I want to see some situational football from yes, my man. starters. Because sure. now maybe he's, maybe he's going to play them more in the third, which typically you don't, but maybe he will to yeah. see them. But but I didn't see a, a third and short, like mm-hmm. a, you know, a short yardage play. I didn't see a backed up play. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a red zone play. Like I, I didn't see the things like that situational yeah. football that he leans so heavy on situational football. I mean, that is like his he preaches situational football, situational football, situational football. You didn't really see that from the offense. Yeah. So I was just surprised. Like I get it. With if there were if there was four preseason games and that was number two, yeah, and that happened, absolutely get him out. Because you got game three to get him going. Yeah. So again, if he decides to take him more into game three, I mean, I think even Patrick Mahomes played the whole first quarter. Did he play the whole? I, I think he played the first, yeah. maybe even in, he played for a while. Sure. So like, and and listen, he they played great. The offense, Kenny, those guys played great. But I'm, I was just surprised they didn't go a little longer. Defense, mm. get those guys out, get TJ out. You can't run the cam. You can't run that risk. Minka, uh, Pat, those guys. But offense, like I thought, maybe you'd see a little more. Mm. And, and listen, it's, it's his decision. He yeah. he does what he wants to do. But like, where's the situational stuff? We haven't seen that yet. We've seen a big play run and a big play pass right. after a big after a punt return. Like, do you, I'd like to see a little more. Is there to be a, honest? Is there a scenario in which there's been enough work done in camp to where you feel confident doing that? Do you think it's different? Okay, completely different. You can do all the situational stuff you want in camp different when you're on the field okay. against another team. And and so do you think so with four four preseason games you guys aren't playing the last one, the ones. Right. Three, how much are you, you playing? Play a lot. You play a lot in three. A lot. So do you think coach T plays it like that? I mean, I'd be I don't know, that would be the interesting thing because that's game 3 preseason is like a like is it is it like a game 3 with four or is because it more like two, a four? Because you get two you get two weeks before the start. I know. Right? I don't know. So my point in saying that is if he pulled the guys so early in, in this week two, maybe he's anticipating playing them more in three. Yeah. And if that's the case, and that there's where the situational comes in, yeah. then okay. I just want I just want to see as a fan, and if I was a coach, I would want to see situational football against another team. Sure. And so um And a pretty good one. A real good one. And maybe that's why he pulled them out. Like, listen, we just went against this this unbelievable football team and do what we had to do. Yeah. Um but but and either way, great job by the offense, great job by the defense, special teams, Boz kicking his kicking the field goals and all that stuff. So um, the Steelers are looking great. I yeah. mean, it's hard. I know it's preseason, but but you're hard pressed not to say, hey, I don't want to say Super Bowl contender, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm thinking I'd like to see them um, in this division. I, I would. They are certainly looking like it at this moment. Yes, I know it's early and and the that. The nature of it being early doesn't mm-hmm. permit you the confidence to say that. But the way that they're playing, it seems like they look good, man. It seems like, and that's and that's kind of what at least I've been hearing out of camp. It's like, oh man, we feel good this year. Seems like something's different, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Everybody's saying that about every team now. Everyone's super excited about things. They're like, oh, bro, we made this gnarly catch because this mm-hmm. dude wasn't even really guarding you, but it was super dope. It looked good on the gram, right? And so when you when you start seeing it. Against other teams that you know, obviously, is not a can. It is, man. the 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 energy in Pittsburgh is, it's there, and it should be. It's exciting. Look good right now. Yes, that's preseason. I know everyone you know, got to pump the brakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's preseason, 
But uh, what you've seen so far has to be exciting. Has to be exciting for Steeler fans. Um, and, and so we'll see. I mean, I think it's Atlanta this week who I, I'm hoping that they let that running back play. That kid from Texas is a stud. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, they might not play. And then I think it was it the Niners week one. Yeah. Which would be a great test, great defense. What do you think? I know it's early. We'll probably talk about it when we get closer to week one. But um, is it they going with Purdy? San Francisco? Yeah, if he's healthy, I think so. Yeah. It's just amazing that the NFL gives the Steelers a home game. <laughs> week one. Good for, good for you guys. I, I would love to know what, what, that, what, that, that, like? what that feels like. <laughs> Thanks, Roger. Um, but anyway. Can't find me. No, you can't give me now. Anyway, <laughs> can't give me now. Um, but no, I'm I'm excited yeah. for what what I've seen. So I, yeah, it, it would be good. Yeah, man. Have you seen anything around the league that's been exciting for you as well? Are you paying attention to much of that? Because I know in in New York, the, uh, the you know you got Aaron Rodgers going. Obviously, that they're on hard knocks and. Uh, there's watched, a lot of a minute of hard knocks or a second of it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of news around. That. He hasn't taken a snap in the preseason yet, but he, from what I hear, it's normal. He's slated to start, which would be interesting if he does. I, I would think that he would want to play a little bit in the preseason mm-hmm. just to get a feel with his team. Again, it's you can you, they've practiced against other teams, but but it's just different. You got to yeah. get on the field a little bit. And he, preseason is so much different than the regular season. So I get it when if 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 he were to say, "Listen, I don't need to get regular season snaps." Is He's that, really good, but but you know it's still nice to get out there with your guys a little bit. And you, I know you and I mentioned this briefly, but like brand new team, brand new city. You think you would want to? And they open against the Bills. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you think you would want to to have yeah. a couple more reps than that? But you were mentioning that he might already have this offense figured out. Well, yeah. I mean, one of the reasons I think he went to New York, I, I think he went there because he. You know, wanted to be in the Big Apple. It's a little bit bigger of a media market than than Green Bay. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit bigger. Um, but I, so I think he wanted to experience that. Yeah. I think he enjoys going to the plays and going to the games and all these other yeah. things. Um, but I also like his coordinator that was in Green Bay that he loved is there. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's going to a like people have to understand something. He's not going to like a brand new offense. Mm. He's going to an offense he knows and understands. So it's not like he's like, let's wipe the slate clean and start over. No, he's going to something he's like, yeah, I like. And he likes that coordinator. So it's not like he's going to a guy that he didn't like either. He's going to a coordinator, and I think it's uh, Nathan Nathan, Nathan Hackett, Mm -hmm. um, where he is like, that's his guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that'd be like going me going to play with like BA or with Randy or someone that you you like knew and you had for a while and you have a great relationship with. Um, you know, that that's what he's going to. So, you know, it wasn't like he just like closed his eyes and picked a team. <laughs> he went to a place that, you know, it was like it was a calculated thing. Like he knew what he was doing. Yeah, man. It makes sense. Yeah, it'll be I mean, all that stuff exciting to see. I feel like I don't know if it's because of the the league has been like we just haven't had football through the summer, right? I don't know if it's like, okay, I'm ready to see Football. Yeah. I mean, even watching the preseason, I remember sitting there and we were we were watching at home. My wife and my daughter were like, my daughter loves football. She saw uh, Alex Highsmith. She saw him tackle Josh Allen, and she's like, she she always identifies cheeks, and she's like, and she started freaking out, and we didn't even see that play. Like we had to look back. She goes, ah, she's running around. She's Mr. Alex, Mr. Alex. That's I was like, awesome. oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, but it's exciting, man. I'm super stoked. Yeah. No, I'm super be stoked awesome. for the season. It'll be it'll be fun to see what happens. Yes. Um, so. I I think um, as we're wrapping, we're, we're landing this little plane. Yes, we are. 
We got one more beer. Yes, let's do it. Yeah. Did you try the Bang Bang yet? I have not, but I will. I'm going to be honest. As soon as we wrap this, I mean all this. Oh, you're being like. Yeah, well, I got. I don't want to get crumbs all up. I got. There's so many buttons and little things that. Okay. Yeah. Also, we I, don't. You know, what we don't have is um some more. Oh, glasses. I'll pour it in here. I'm pouring this one. Okay. Um, I'll do this I'm glass. Sorry to spoil. Uh oh. Ooh, thank you, Rachel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that Miss Miss. Miss Rachel, this is your favorite. Miss Rachel is a Browns fan. She grew up. She grew up in Cleveland, so it's. This has been some of this food. I felt like she didn't really like right. want to eat it. That's why we had Beal. It's the cup bear. <laughs> Can I trade you? Yes. What do we have? Oh, and, and what goodness. is this? Oh, this, this is, is the brisket mac and cheese. The brisket mac which and cheese. Which pairs perfectly with sours. Oh, so this, and that's what we're walking into. Awesome. Thank you so much, Miss Rachel here. Uh, wow. That looks amazing. <laughs> All right, so we are here. This one Wait, here, here. I'll let you pour. Okay. We had a good system going, and I will read. Just learned how, so I'm pretty stoked to share it with you guys. <laughs> this is called Cheddar Goblin. Yes, Cheddar Goblin. So it is a small batch brew from our Nano Brewery, Nano Dog. So as if you thought Brew Dog didn't have enough cool little intricate things that they're doing. Another glass for you, sorry. Um. They also have a small batch brewery. We actually, we. Oh, the Nano. Yeah, we met. It, it was it Nate? Jason. Jason. Nick? Nick. Nick. Yes. Jason, really Nick, Mike. Him. He didn't want to talk to us. <laughs> right. Well, he, he was, was too busy. Yeah, he, no, he, he was in his element. We actually saw him down there, and uh, they do these, they do these like super uh, unique beers in these small are batches. He, are you, are you going to give details? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to, yeah. So, and, and it's called Nano Dog. So they have a small batch brewery called Nano Dog. It's awesome. This mm. Cheddar Goblin here is 5.5 ABV. Mm-hmm. All right. It is a smoothie style oak aged sour ale. Sour. Part of the Fruit Bat series. Oh. Whoa. Right? Because it's got the Fruit Bat. It's very nose, right? nose forward. Well, the tasting notes are fruity, tart, and juicy, and it pairs perfectly. Really, that was your other nickname, basketball. That's true. Fruity, tart, and juicy. <laughs> it pairs perfectly with brisket mac and cheese, which we so conveniently have on hand right now. Mm. All right. It balance the acidity with the fat from the brisket, right, this and the decadent cheese all. sauce. All right. That's not awful. No, it looks amazing. So, so the little bio we have here is uh, it's ringing in at 5.5, the small batch smoothie-style oak-aged sour ale, intertwined succulent mango, it's my favorite Ooh, fruit. Yeah. Uh, velvety peach and vibrant passion fruit puree, resulting in a tantalizing blend of tartness and juiciness. You know what this brewery needs? What's that? A black and tan guy. A black and tan. You know who we you got? Guys a good do black one. and tans here. You guys do black and tans? Oh, they have they have uh, stouts and cookies. Okay, so that's another thing about this hotel, dude. From what seven to nine? Yeah. They have. St- Stout, complimentary stouts and cookies it. in the. Oh, we lost it. Nine. All right, we'll just go make our own. So from seven to nine, they have cookies and stouts. Wait, oh. <laughs> feels like what am I doing here? Watching you see you guys. You clowns. Yeah, but you know we have a we have a black and tan guy. Yeah, Justin. Justin, I will say this in Justin's defense, he made it with a Guinness. The night when he had the nitro beer, it was perfect. But I haven't seen that, so I don't. Yes. I can't. I can't, so can't confirm or deny that yeah. Justin can do anything in the Irish. <laughs> guy i know that he wants he he actually sent us a message after we talked about him last week saying hey guys my irish card is being revoked 
But and he was like, guys, just tell guys that I'm like, please say on air that I'm I shotgun Guinness and I and I chase it with a Jameson. <laughs> wow. I don't know if we can confirm or deny that. Is that good, dude? That is amazing. Sorry, Justin. It is so good. Dude, that's really good. Okay. Go. This is so good. I can't stop. I was so nervous. That's super complex. I was nervous with the, the cheddar goblin because I was there might like, be yeah. first off sours and then the name. I'm like, yeah. Oh, nice. so we should about the share a fork. Is it ch- no it's rare. Oh, okay. It, it tastes like cheddar. No, wait. No, dude. dude it's it is so good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good. That's delicious. Nothing that I was expecting, and that's why. Wow. What? I wouldn't have given it a try. I'm not. I tried it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna sit down and crush crush one of these. But this is a sipper. This, yeah, you can. This is a sipper. This is like I'm chilling out. Like this is Natalie good. would love this. I know. That's that's good. That's very good. It's not like they. Mm-mm. This is good too. I need to stop eating. What's going on? I'm about to go to the gym and work out. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah, and they do have a gym. A gym here. Yeah. So I do think it is. I think out. I think it is important. All right, I'll see you later. Uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do do want to highlight the Nano Dog history because I think it's very fascinating for the craft um, beer fans that watch this show just a quick history uh it seems like it started back here in 2019 and it was the brainchild of nick manos is a nick manos and at the time he was a member of the dog tap columbus crew and ran the resident home brew club right and so nick is now the head of nano dog and the nano dog um brewery is operating on the smallest kit within brew dogs Brewery. Right, he's known for a super exclusive, high intensity, small batch brews and experimenting with new techniques, bizarre ingredients, including Oreo cream filling, toasted phyllo dough, and more. You can always spot a nano dog creation on tap at Brew Dog Bars nationwide and in our online shop. And correct me if I'm wrong, Rachel, but you guys have eight bars all and just opened one in the, on the strip in, in Las Vegas and in Atlanta. Well, the cool thing was when we went through the tour, like they they have the huge vats, right? Of yes. Like the, like the big beers. And then we like saw the nanos and there's like these like eight little guys yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's dude. like okay that's cool like that's where the stuff gets created like it, like a mad scientist type thing yeah he did but it's really seem like, good he did seem like a mad scientist he seemed like he was that's the exact guy i want making this because i don't yeah. the flavor is really complex to special me. so well yeah it, thank you to everybody here at the hotel rachel everybody this was this has been a really special for our, especially like we talked about last week and the week before that we wanted to make this kind of like a unique thing that we would do. Yeah. Go check out cool breweries, bring them to the to the fans who are millions of fans around the world watching this. Um, and millions. And millions around the world. <laughs> we're live. Um, it's time. <laughs> um, but no, like we want to bring this to people that don't know about it. Like yes. I didn't know about this place. And this is an awesome experience. Um, and, and the food, the, the drinks, the people, everything's been amazing. And so we're, we're, we're extremely excited to make this our first stop. Yes. And what we will hope to do this and, and maybe bring some guests on while we do it that are like local from the places. Right. So mm-hmm. like we said, San Antonio Holmes would have been cool to have like people like that would be fun. We can go to like, um, Atlanta and get Jerome Bettis who never comes on our show. <laughs> um, well, no, he can't, he can't. It's, he's like a oh, yeah, the right. great white buffalo now. On. That's right. right. He can't never come on. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm just, I'm just so thankful for everyone at brew dog for, for having us here and making this experience really cool. Yeah. This has been a phenomenal experience and we can't recommend it enough. Like Ben said, uh, man, that's kind of the heartbeat of the show. Grab some friends, go do something cool. 
this is an awesome place to do it if you are a craft beer fanatic. Put it on your bucket list. It is worth every 100%. single dime. Uh, and it's wildly affordable. Yes. You know what I mean? So go check it out. Uh, Brewdog.com. Yep. All right. Brewdog.com. Go check it out. You can actually stay in this room. Yes, you can. You can book the room we're in right now. Uh, a couple of things real quick before we land this thing, get out of here and go get some stouts and uh, some stouts and cookies. Uh, we have a cookbook we have been talking about for a couple weeks now. It is finalized. It is in the works. Mm-hmm. It will be here. Well, how can it be finalized and in the works? Yes. Well, it's not shipped to me yet. So it's finalized <laughs> and the shipping is in the works. Okay. Right? <laughs> and, um, and we're really excited, man. We're really excited to bring it to you. Chef Evan has uh, compiled a lot of really cool recipes that yes. I think you guys will enjoy to cook I've seen a preview of it. It is awesome. Yes. So we're excited for that. So we will give you more information. If you are not already, make sure you uh, go follow uh, at Fulham. Uh, excuse me, at footballing with Ben. Those AFs are getting yeah, me. Yeah, they're getting me. These these alcohol-free beers are getting me. Uh, <laughs> and I also don't have anything written down. So I'm like, what else do I need to say? Um, yeah, at footballing with Ben on Instagram. And uh, stay, stay uh, plugged in because we will give you some more information when that lands and do some cool stuff to, uh, to, to release it. So yeah. other than that, like Ben said, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate your time. Thank all the awesome people here at BrewDog. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you very much. Looking forward to it. Oh, oh God, sneak it up. Buddy.